Welcome to the More to Movement podcast, where we break down the science behind movement and provide you with tangible takeaways so you can take charge of your health and fitness and achieve lasting results. If you're ready to optimize your efforts, move with purpose, and invest in your health and performance with confidence and vigor, you've come to the right place. Here's your host, Pete Rowletter. Hey everyone, welcome to the More to Movement podcast, a show about why your movement matters, how to get optimal outcomes through science-backed practical solutions, and the mindset required to level up your results. Today's episode is a little different. It focuses on an approach that can help us or our clients continue progressing toward the goals we set. You know, so many times, especially in the fitness industry, we get really caught up in the best exercises, the best nutritional approaches, and the programs we need to achieve our goals. But I think we often overlook a foundational component that influences everything. It's our mindset. Most people accept that to change their body or to improve their fitness will take investment. But why do so many people scoff at the thought of investing in the mental traits that will support that journey? Our journey will inevitably have highs and lows, and if we're not mentally prepared for the ebb and flow of progress, we may be significantly sidelined by the difficult times, hindering our potential. So let me start this by asking you, what is growth? What is growth? Is it, is it just simply advancing from one point to another? Sometimes I feel that this definition is what most people cling to when we consider growth. And sometimes in life, that is true. Going from point A to B can be an excess in and of itself. And I can think of a few instances in my own life that simply getting through was considered a success. But is that the epitome of growth? Is that really what we're aiming for? You know, I hope not. I see a significant emphasis on personal growth in words. So like in books, on t-shirts, slogans, etc. But with so many clients that I work with and so many students that I work with, I don't see it in action enough, especially when it really counts. Finding growth is easy when things are positive and align with our desired outcome. So when a weight loss milestone is achieved, it's easy for us to say, hey, I lost five pounds and get excited about it. Or when a client decides to work with you or invest in working with you, it's easy to to say, I landed the client, awesome. Or if you're a student and you aced the big exam, you know, A plus, woo, yes, excited. It's natural to feel validated and happy when those things kind of work out as we hoped and planned. But too often, we forget about the steps along the way that led to that moment. Sometimes we take for granted the work the fatigue and the sweat it took to lose those five pounds or the time it took to feel comfortable and confident talking to a potential client about our services and how we can help them or the hours we've spent studying the material that led to that exceptional grade. Further, it's even more challenging to seek out and acknowledge growth in times of difficulty, hardship, and failure. There's the key. It's very difficult to do it in those times. And when those times hit, often our tone changes. We start to place fault. And we place our fault into all the things that could have influenced it. Placing fault makes its way into our minds because we often refuse to criticize ourselves, to own our mistakes, 
to own our experiences. So when that failed weight loss milestone happens, when we miss it, it's easy for us to say, the workout isn't working. The workout sucks. It's not right. Or if you're working with with clients and a potential client decides to work with somebody else or just chooses not to invest in you, it's easy to say, oh, it's their loss. They're missing out or they're idiots for not working with me. And if you failed that exam, really easy to say, well, the exam was way too tricky. That's just not fair. Now, I'm not saying those things aren't true. Sure, some of that might have been true. But again, I'm challenging you. Is it the only thing, the only contributing factor to those outcomes? That's why finding a way to reframe your mind is essential. It's approaching every situation every situation with a growth-seeking mindset, good or bad, approaching it the same way. That's where growth really flourishes. That doesn't mean you can't enjoy the good times or feel upset or sad during difficult times. We're human, of course, we have our feelings and our emotions. But what it means is that those feelings don't dictate our growth or control our responses. With every situation, Find something that can be cultivated. That's what I challenge you to do. Find something that can be cultivated. Now, I use a system that I came up with that helps me tremendously, and I hope it may help you. I use this as a weekly personal reflection, but I also use it as a tool to evaluate projects that I have or my training programs with my clients or the individuals that I consult with. I I use this system to reflect upon those outcomes. And really, it's a self-audit, if you will. Self-audit, and I call it the squat scan, right? I had to put a pun on there, right, for fitness and for the fitness uh, mindset here, but squat scan. But it's spelled S-Q-W-A-T, squat scan. And of course, it's an acronym and it stands for something. S stands for strengths. Q stands for question the situation. W stands for weaknesses, A stands for action items, and T stands for time frame. So first, start with the S here. Highlight the areas with whatever you're evaluating and highlight those areas where you displayed strengths. So some guiding questions you can think about during this is, what good things came from this situation? What areas do you feel confident in? regardless of the outcome, good or bad, what would you feel good about? Anything can be a strength. Maybe you felt confident with your approach or maybe you put in lots of effort. Again, effort is key. Maybe that is really what you grasp onto. Maybe you are super focused on providing the best possible service. All of those can be strengths. The goal is to recognize areas that are positive so that you can continue to reinforce those strengths. So that's the first step of the squat scan. Name those strengths. Next is Q, which is questioning the situation. We question the situation to see all angles that led to the outcome, not just the easiest ones to point a finger at, but all of the angles. Here, we have to be objective and honest. There's your challenge. You have to stay honest and objective. So list the factors here that influence the outcome. Then reflect on those factors and determine if the factors themselves included the outcome or 
if your decision or response to these played a bigger role. This isn't time for self-flagellation, though. This isn't a time to beat yourself up. This is only to help us recognize what led to that outcome. That's why I say stay objective. Just look at the situation and what led to it. And that will lead us to our next step, W, weaknesses. Acknowledge areas of weakness that you can improve upon or work to change. Again, it's easy to beat ourselves up here, but this exercise is really focused on growth, as I've said before. So unless we can be honest about areas that we can improve, we'll tend to repeat the same behaviors and the same actions that have led to this outcome. Maybe you recognize that you spend too much time on your phone between sets and exercises when you're, when you're training, which is influencing those physiological responses that you're wanting for your training. So maybe that's why you're missing your goals. Now, that may seem small, but it makes a world of difference when you have specific training goals. Here's another example. Maybe you had an interaction with a patient or a client that just didn't go well. And maybe through this process, you recognize that your focus was on your phone during the conversation. And that's distracting you. And it could be perceived as uninterested. By acknowledging these weaknesses, we gain awareness. And when we gain awareness, we can grow from it. As Gordon Hester said, quote, being aware of your own weaknesses could be your biggest strength, end quote. This provides invaluable insight and can help you make positive changes that can influence your progress, but only if we're open to it. So next, we must take action on one or more of these weak areas. A, action. This is the key word. Ideas and thoughts are just that until we put them into action. Everybody has hopes and dreams, but to make those hopes and dreams a reality, we have to put them into action. Very rarely do those hopes and dreams just magically happen for us. It takes proactive action to bring about those hopes or those dreams or those outcomes that we want. So action is the key word. And that takes courage. It takes courage to take action because it means being being strong. It means being brave, knowing that things may not work out or that you may fail, but action is key. And so here, ideally, we want to pick at least two action items. One can be immediate, right? Psychologically, that really helps and something easy for us to attain that can really help us take a step forward with the other possibly taking more time and investment to complete. So maybe kind of a short-term action and then more of a long-term action plan. And give yourself the win with that immediate action plan. And then, of course, you want to take steps to improve for the future, right? So you want that win now. Take a step forward. Do something tangible that you can change. But then also challenge yourself with something that can change for the future. What tangible things could you do right now to take a step forward in improvement? Maybe you're thinking, maybe you're going through this process in your head right now. Maybe something's fresh on your mind and you started going through this squat scan and you're asking yourself now, well, what action can I take? Think, what tangible thing can you do right now to take a step forward? Are there resources that you need to check out? Are there behaviors you need to modify? Are there components we need to add to our day or our daily routine to ensure that we make a change? What can you do to put them into action? I don't know, set a reminder on your phone 
We're on our phones almost all day anyway. Might as well use them to help us make some positive changes. So set reminders on your phone. Find resources to help you change a routine or a habit. Maybe it's a book. Maybe it's a friend, someone who helps keep you accountable. Something that helps you make a change. Whatever the plan, write it down. You need to see it. It needs to be something tangible. Can't be in your head. It's too easy to forget. Write it down and put it where you can see it. It takes conscious effort to change. So if you need to be reminded consistently, do it. Do it. I know I have a system in place so that I am constantly reminded of some of the things that I need to change. Because my brain is everywhere. I'm multitasking all the time. It's very easy for me to forget about some of the goals or the things I've set for myself unless I see them daily. And of course, by making a conscious effort to see these daily and to invest in these daily, I am making those changes. I am setting those new routines, which will obviously pay off in the long run. So finally, once we've thought about our action plan, set a time frame to help keep you accountable. When will this plan take effect? That's what you gotta ask yourself. How much time needs to be planned so that you can commit to these changes? How much time will it take to commit to these changes? It's amazing how big changes can happen as long as they are consistent. One or two minutes a day can completely change a habit if it's done consistently. Consistent is that key word. It doesn't have to be grand. Sometimes our changes are grand and takes some grand effort to change, but not every habit, not every routine, not every little improvement is needs to be grand. Sometimes it's just a small, conscious, consistent effort to make that change. So let me give you an example of one of my squat scans that I've done. So going through, you know, the, the issue that I was looking at was my work product productivity was down and my completion rate for some of my tasks was down for, for several weeks. So I just wasn't producing and creating as much as I wanted. So I sat down and I did a squat scan. So some of my strengths that I, I determined by doing this, I am committed to the work. I was committing time to work. I have really good ideas and my quality of work is good once it's completed and once I dedicate some time to it. So those are some strengths, just a few strengths about this situation. So Q, when I question the situation, the number of tasks have been higher than normal. I recognize that. So have I organized and planned well and being objective? No, I was not planning. My planning could improve. So recognizing that you know, my ebb and flow of, of, of productivity and tasks was kind of determined about how many tasks that I had. And that came down to planning, poor planning, because life happens to all of us. It's never perfectly balanced. And for me, I recognized that I was, I, I was reacting to things versus planning and preparing. So my planning really needed to improve. So that led to W of weaknesses. What were my weaknesses? Well, distractibility big time for me, mostly due to poor planning. And I found myself constantly on my phone or jumping from project to pop project or just feeling overwhelmed. And again, just looking at the situation for me, it was, it was a lack of planning. So I need to take action. So A of the squat scan, A, my action items, schedule out projects and a lot time for each. That was my first step. Secondly, I silenced notifications on my watch as well as I turned on focus mode on my phone during those work times. So 
focused work time, non-distracted, really, really zoned in on what I needed to get done for that set time. It wasn't about full completion, but it was about focused work for that time, that I'm completing my time with focused intent. My time frame for this, scheduling will happen Sunday afternoons. So every Sunday afternoon, I have a reminder on my phone to tell me to sit down and plan out my time for the week so that I am not only consistent, but efficient with my time. So that's just an example. That's one of the examples that I have uh, for one of my squat scans. They've really come in handy for me and has really, really stimulated that growth mindset. Now, I'll be honest, it's easier said than done. Believe me, I'm not perfect. This example was just one that I shared with you, but sometimes they look terrible. <laughs> they, they're not real complete. They're kind of everywhere. And sometimes they don't follow through because I'm human. But by constantly reflecting, I start to pick up on these habits. And sometimes you start to notice you have consistent bad habits and it makes it easier to set a plan to start, start charting a course for improvement. Framing your mind to think through this does take time. I'll tell you that. But it's worth it. It will take constant reminders. And honestly, it takes openness. You got to be open. But in my opinion, growth is worth it. I tried for so long. I tried these same things repeatedly for too long and kept expecting different results. And if you're familiar with that quote that's that's attributed to Albert Einstein is that the very definition of insanity is to repeat the same thing over and over again and expecting different results. And if that is insanity, I would agree with him for sure. So here's my challenge to you. Change the status quo. Challenge your systems and see what comes of it. At the very worst, at the very worst, you try this and you discover, discover that this method just doesn't work for you. And if that's the worst that happens, like that's nothing. You can move on from there. So why not try? Why not try this system, the squat scan system? Give it a shot. See if it helps you. See if it helps you. Now, if you want a printable squat scan to use for yourself, you can access that in the vault on my website at moretomovement.com. If you're not familiar, the vault has resources and insights to help you on your fitness journey. And you can gain access to the vault by signing up for my weekly email at moretomovement.com slash email. And one more time, that's moretomovement.com slash email. In addition to the vault, the weekly email does provide a dose of means and mindset to level up your fitness, your movement, and your life. So again, one more time, if you're interested in getting access to the vault, it's, it's, it's a password page. So you get that, plus you get that weekly email. Just simply go to moretomovement.com forward slash email, sign up, and you get access to that vault immediately. Hey, thanks so much for tuning in. As always, it means the world to me, and I really appreciate you. I look forward to chatting with you all next time. Take care of yourselves and remember, and as always, wherever you are, keep moving. Thanks for tuning in to this episode of More to Movement with your host, Pete Rowletter. If you enjoyed the show, please visit moretomovement.com where you can find this episode's show notes along with more episodes and articles to empower you on your journey.